Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and it is September 20th. My God, time, it continues to fly by. And PK, how, what do you think? It's flying. So you've got to yeah. let us know what's, what's happening before we miss it. My goodness. Well, I'll tell you, I'm taking a look at what the numbers represent. Because the benefit of using numerology because we're going through a changeover. This is the end of this last cycle. October will be the beginning of our new cycle. So to catch up on what's going on, the benefits of numerology, it improves, it gives you opportunity to improve your relationships. It gives you a chance to learn more about yourself. So it doesn't mean you have to beat yourself up if things go wrong. Take a look at what's, what's happening, what's going on on the universal plane, and you'll find that you're gonna feel a lot better. But be willing to accept answers that you're offered about what's going on around you. So many times we get an answer, the first thing is, I don't think so, that's not me, or that's not that. And then after a day or so, they dwell on it and they, you know what, they were really right. We are so quick to say no without really looking into what it's representing for that period of time. So we're trying to learn right now the better aspects of where we've been this year, what we have to let go of, because Starting next month, we're in the beginning of a brand-new nine-year cycle. It's starting for, depending on what your personal year is going to be, but it's all about new beginnings. And if we don't take advantage of what we're getting and what's available to us, we're going to be sitting behind the bathroom door because you're going to make, it's going to make you sick if you don't really do something to make yourself better. Be happier and healthier with your life and take a look at what you can do to make it better. Everyone's so quick to say, oh, I don't like it. It's not going well. i just got to throw in the towel. It's not going to work. It will if you give it the opportunity. You've got people like Ed tonight giving you information. So many people are there to give you hints, push you forward, and get you to look at what's really going on. And we keep, well, I can't do that. Well, you sure can. It's called get off the couch, take a look at what is, and do what you can for you, because if you don't, why should anybody else take it on and take care of it for you? Just kind of a thought. It's a good one, thought. I like it. Yeah, we got to take responsibility and make our lives what we want them to be. We are co-creators, and if there's something in the way, oh, yeah. we need to find out what the heck it is and get it out of the way. It sounds like it's easy. We know it isn't. We've had plenty of people on the show that have described all kinds of ways to remove blocks and realign and all that kind of stuff, but just you mm-hmm. got to do it. got to yeah. do it. you got to find now, something that works. Yeah. We give it opportunities like our show to give people things 
to learn about themselves. I use numerology because it's one of my things that I work well with. But everybody has their own thing that will help them go forward. But don't close the book. Open it. Read it. Take a look. See what we've got to be offered. If we don't, nobody's going to come and knock on our door and say, oh, let me force feed you this. We're going to have to (laughs) be a little proactive instead of reactive. Exactly. Good advice, yes. Yeah, march on forward, really. Well, uh, please also, everybody, take a look at our homepage, supernaturalgirlswithaz.com, and make sure you follow us on Facebook. We also have a Supernatural Health page on Facebook. Take a look at that. We've got some really interesting things for your health. As you know, both TK and I are big proponents of taking your health into your own hands. You're much better off that way. And we have a number of things on our homepage that are geared towards getting you back in the driver's seat with your health. So we still have Dr. Weber's products on there, which you can get mm-hmm. a discount when you buy them from our uh, homepage. And the same with Air Energy and the liposomal vitamins. We've got all kinds of stuff. We've got a special water there that's super hydrating, many things to take a look at. And we're going to be adding more. We've been approached by a number of companies that want us to feature their product. So just take a look, and if you have any questions, send me an email. I'd be happy to answer them for you. And I also wanted to I, – I, and I were talking before about the missing stealth jet. Mm-hmm. So a lot of questions, no real answers, as you may know, because it's been on the news, uh, a stealth jet on – Sunday went missing. What happened was the pilot ejected. Pilot's okay. He's in the hospital. Thank God he's all right. And the plane, the, the jet, was on, still on autopilot, flying around. And because it's a stealth jet, they couldn't find it. So they were asking people, please help us find this jet, which, of course, went viral on TikTok with hilarity because it just seemed ridiculous. However, um, it's also very dangerous so something flying around in the sky and nobody knows where it is um anyways or who has it and that's the other question does somebody else have it but well, i wanted to scary. offer who has it yeah it is i, I was talking to a friend today it's like <laughs> right until it runs out of fuel right it's right so my friend was saying oh my god this is going to give me one more thing to stay up at night and think about so <laughs> anyways my theory on this is as follows. I think hackers got a hold of that jet, and I think they ejected the pilot. I don't think he ejected himself. I think they ejected him. That's my thought, and I think that's why the jet ended up on autopilot, because any trained pilot, you know, PK, because you're in the military too and involved in it, they are highly trained highly trained to handle these $80 million aircraft, right? So I would think, you know, yes, he's highly trained, and he would have disengaged the autopilot had he had a chance to do so. I don't think he had that chance. And that's just my theory. I could be wrong. But it doesn't The scary part is, where would it go? Where did it go if it's, I mean, (laughs) there's no fuel. It's not going anyplace else. But where did it land? Did nobody saw it? Nobody heard it? No. And they're talking about, oh, there was this debris field, but then they showed pictures, and then the VS uh, 
monitor went way up because it didn't look like a debris field and there weren't really any pieces of this jet. So mm -hmm. there are more questions than answers, as I said, but <clears throat> it's quite possible if it was hacked and if this scenario happened the way I'm thinking it did, then it is also possible that the hackers have the jet somewhere mm -hmm. and they want to no. get paid to get back. So it's quite possible that that happened or that it did crash and so much for that. But, you know, with all yeah. the hacking that has recently gone on with MGM and all their properties around the world, and I guess it even started before MGM with another big casino who did pay the ransom, mm -hmm. there's a lot to think about here in terms of the degree of power that these hackers can have and can use. Yeah. Uh, and we need to get our, our uh, security uh, up and running to deal with all of these potential threats. So it's <laughs> it's quite something, but I was thinking about it today, and I thought, oh, no, this could have happened this way. It may not have. Like I said, it's just a theory. Mm -hmm. But interested to know what you guys think. You know, talk to us on Facebook and tell us what you think about it. It's another uh, another aspect of, of life that has gone a little off the rails for us here in America. So anyways... We have a great guest tonight. I know somebody's mail is beeping in the background. If you could shut that off, that would be great, whoever's mail that is. And this guy is amazing. Ed Edwards has been with us a number of times. He's a tremendous guest. He's what they call the man with the alien brain. He was featured on Ancient Aliens and a number of other shows, Coast to Coast, you know, one of the biggest, et cetera. He is he is quite remarkable. He's been studied at the Monroe Institute, the Rhine Institute. He's, he is quite uh, quite the research subject. We're here to talk about what he's been doing lately and what he has planned as much as he can talk about it. Some of it he's not allowed to talk about quite yet, but we're going to grill him as best we can, and he will share with us what is happening now. So just to give you a little background, now Ed, as a small child, had the gift and this was passed on to him by his grandmother, mm -hmm. who also had the gift. And now Ed found ways to play with the energy running through him. And and it was great because he was never trained out of it. So he was often causing mischief in schools and at church. And after years of practice, I'll tell you what, Ed is a force to be reckoned with. Now Ed continues to be studied at labs and universities here in the U.S., and has consistently shown the ability to generate biophotons in the millions. And that affects health and weather and even random number generators. So tonight, you are going to get an experience of this very powerful photon field. Ed is going to demonstrate again, and you're going to see he's become even more powerful with this. So let's get him on the show. Ed, welcome. Hey, hey, glad to be here. It's uh, great so, to have you back. That's real. Yeah, nice. yeah. That, that jet you was talking about, it crashed about 20 miles south of me here where I'm at. Hit it really. Now, Did you see there it? South, down there in South. I was trying to get it to come up here. I've always wanted to have me a jet, you know, <laughs> but it ran out of gas before it got here. Oh, it darn it. You could have had one. Your own stealth jet. I know. I'm trying. <laughs> I was trying, but anyhow, <laughs> that's how it goes. Yeah, but it did. It crashed down here. It was just I've got Shelby or something, South Carolina, 
And it wasn't too far. I'm surprised that didn't make the news there because it was on the news that it crashed and they found all everything on it about two hours really? after they reported it went missing. Well, well you know, I don't know. They, didn't, they may not have wanted people to know exactly where it was because they probably didn't want people to Yeah, go that was it. They didn't want people site. going in on it there until they get right. it cleaned up. Yeah, they didn't want people taking souvenirs or equipment mm-hmm. they could use for something else. <laughs> but uh, thank God it didn't It didn't land yeah, in a populated area. Alien technology, then. you know, converted there. Right. You know? Right. So what, where is this place that it went down 20 miles from you? Is it just a, a bunch of trees it, in the forest? Is that in the woods, in the mountains. Yeah, it was in the national forest there. Uh, I forgot what they said. I think Shelby, South Carolina area. Mm-hmm. And it's near. It's in National Forest. I think it hit the side of a mountain. Wow! Yeah, I'll come, be darned. Come in with no fuel there. It, it it tried to get here, but it just the mountain got in the way. <laughs> Darn it! Couldn't use those photons to take the entire trip. Uh, well, no, thank God nobody was lift hurt. It on out of there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, thank God exactly. it went That's, into a rural place. That was the big like thing. That. I was worried. Yeah, I was worried it's yeah. going to hit a civilized area. Well, exactly. Yeah, and stuff. Exactly. So oh, thank well. God. Thank God it didn't happen. Yeah. Thank God the pilot's okay and he's in the hospital. So maybe eventually I'll get to the bottom of this. But I'm going to stay with the hacking theory because they also grounded all the planes <laughs> for two days. So something was going on. <laughs> I don't yeah, know if we'll ever know up. the real story. But it's, uh, it was mm-hmm. something. Mm-hmm. I know, well, a lot of money a big, got burned. Huge, there's a huge increase in UFO activity around here currently. Oh, We've really? Tell a, us. a lot of stuff. Yeah. What's uh, happening? They're calling them Tic Tacs. Uh, you saw the stuff on the um, on the news that came out about the UFOs and the release and then jet pilots flying and following and locking oh, yeah. on to we that. Oh, yeah, we saw that. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the producers of that came down and filmed me and John over at the Ryan Research Center about three weeks ago. We did a, a documentary with them. Uh-huh. Uh, they beca- uh-huh. Because I had an alien experience when I was six years old, uh, and the funny-looking car that I've been describing all these years turned out to be just like their Tic Tacs. They were showing oh, in that, okay. uh, their video. For uh, heaven's uh, kidding. Wow. And, and stuff. So we've been kind of going off on that venture. So they came down and filmed John and me in the in the Ryan Research Center about three weeks ago, and doing a Very doing a new a big a big documentary on consciousness. Now mm-hmm. the documentary has nothing to do with UFOs and stuff. It has to do with consciousness and what I can do with these energies that I can consciously right. control. And all. Right. But we're going to be looking at a future thing about the uh, tying it into the UFOs and stuff. UAP. Really? Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going Who to be knows? very exciting. All these, years you, all these years you've been talking to a hillbilly alien here. I have, and so is TK. Yes, uh, we have, and and we feel <laughs> honored. <a> sweet one. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So we've been having a blast here playing with these humans. You know? Oh gosh! So. No kidding. That's the truth. And uh, you know, this is a fun tell, time if you to would, be in. If it, yes, if you would tell that story again, because that was a very interesting story. Because you did not know at the time that these supposed children you were playing with were in fact these. No, I. Th- 
I thought they were just more inbred Appalachian people <laughs> that I was already seeing. You know, I was already I was already friends with Billy Redden that played the dueling banjos in the movie Deliverance. And when we were in preschool, he didn't have no eyebrows or anything. His eyes looked weird, and he had you know all kind of weird looking and stuff. And so I thought these these four guys that I stood there and had the men- mental mind-to-mind with, uh, when I first came up on them, I thought they were just more of, of like Billy's uh, family in around these mountains. <laughs> you know, I didn't know what aliens were. Nobody ever talked about aliens where I come from. No. You know, not way back no. then. Anyhow. Right. And, uh, and I didn't realize it was aliens until I was on up in my, you know, 30s, 40s, you know. Yeah, then you started to piece it together. Yeah, I started piecing it all together. I knew something was strange about them. I knew they was, you know, because Billy only made it to the sixth grade. He just couldn't couldn't comprehend knowledge too well. But then these old boys, they were just like, whoo, they were blowing stuff through my brain at, at lightning speed. And then they taught me, I was already doing the electrical energy. My grandmother cultivated it in me as a little bitty kid when I was two and three and four years old. So I was already playing with the electricity. I just didn't have the control of it like I do now after my encounter with them aliens. They taught me how to switch the polarity of my electric field and project that. And by using, depending on which polarity I used, it caused people that I was aiming it at to either be pulled toward me or pushed away from me from any distance. And then Hmm. through all them practices, I learned that by using it on people that were hurting or in pain, it caused their pain to go away and stuff. And then I learned that I could make it bounce back and forth through people and cause the healing mechanisms in them to start functioning. And then I've learned that I can not only do it on one-on-one, but I can do it one on a thousand at a time with even greater efficiency. And on the more, the merrier. And so everything's just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Uh, my my yeah, Zoom rooms, I do a couple of them a week. Or I'm working on many people all over the world at the same time. Now, it's got to the point where I've gotten so busy with one-on-ones, I don't have time for anything else. I've had to slow that down and aim everybody into the Zoom rooms, and it's taken off like crazy. Now, before we go any further, Ed, uh, tell people how they can join the Zoom room. How do they do that? Where do they find that? Go to... Go to my website, ededwards.com, and that's with two Ds in my first name. So it's www.eddwards.com, and it's at the very top of the web page up there. It's, everybody was having a hard time finding it, so I just plastered the entry point on top of my web page. Then down under it, you can learn about me. And, uh, and if they want a private right session there. with you, are you still offering those too? <sighs> I, I'm I'm about three weeks to a month behind right now, backed up. Okay, so you're booked ahead of time, but that's okay. They can they can book. Yeah, and, I'm and booked. I'm booked way up. It, I just don't have time for a normal life when I'm doing those like that. It's I can I'm just yeah. as strong, other than this the one-on-one communication in the Zoom rooms, and that mm-hmm. way people that are hurting and can't wait for a long time for me to get to them come to those Zoom rooms and are getting the relief they're looking for. Yeah. 
That's yeah. an excellent. That way I can help hundreds or thousands at the same time. Right. Well, I'm well, looking for you on that page, that's for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, PK will be looking for you. It's definitely, uh, you're offering a tremendous service, and your talent is quite incredible. Now, let's talk about these photons, because you can mm-hmm. generate millions of photons. Now, how does that compare to the average average Joe? Like, how does that compare to me and PK? That How many would we be able to generate? About twenty. Not twenty. Ah! Twenty photons. You know, if you don't, and if you're not controlling, see, with me, when they tell me to turn my energy on, my brain goes from one level of consciousness to all levels of consciousness simultaneously, and I start producing massive, interesting forms of energy, and all. That's how they believe I'm able to send this stuff in a. Let me just ask you this. Yeah. Now, does that mean that you're generating theta, gamma, alpha all at the same time? All frequencies between alpha and theta are being fired up in PK mode in my brain simultaneously when I turn the wow. healing energy or my abilities on. When I go back what to flatlining that? to rest mode, I drop back to one level of consciousness. What does that feel like in your head? I mean, do you feel any sensations when you turn electric. that on? Le- like yeah, that's how I recognize to know. That's how I know what I'm doing by the sensations I get in my brain and body when I activate it. So you feel in your body that's too. It. Oh God, yeah. I can turn it up, make my whole body just go to tingling like crazy, getting warm and stuff, or I can turn it back down, or I. Set up a electrical gravity waves, and I, I cause these waves where I just it, those are fun. I just pull and push people, you know, all over the place, <laughs> whether it's in person or over Zoom or whatever. Uh, no. Right and now, I've That's started just... what I call awakening the children. I do on Sunday evenings where I'm working mm-hmm. with children from roughly four years of age on up with their parents, and I'm teaching them. I I push and pull them off balance a few times, and then I show them how to practice it with their parents, and we're just having a, a fun time now. That's and, great. Fabulous. Yes, I like that. And You're also, doing it with the parents and the children. For anyone, yes. to really get, for anyone to really get to my level, they have to start as children. This has to be hardwired into your brains. So it's wired into the children's brains as they mature into adulthood. And then they'll be able to create these unseen forces like I do. Now, with these yeah, unseen like forces, when when you – I want to talk a little bit with you about how the field moves. So you're mm-hmm. generating millions of photons, whereas PK and I, we could maybe generate 20. So this is like mm-hmm. an amplification that's off the scales. And what I know from reading some of the past research about you is that you can do this consistently, which is often mm-hmm. not found in, in parapsychology, this repetition and well, the ability to do something consistent. But you can do this consistently, which is, again, unique. Yeah, that, and that's what Ross's research at UVA proved there because we do thousands of these 48-second trial runs where I'm – turn the energy on, and then I rest. 
for 48 seconds and then turn it on, and a computer's telling me to turn it on or rest, and I'm inside a Faraday cage, and it's, it's taking readings from every part of my brain and stuff. And when I turn it on, I instantly go to all levels of consciousness simultaneously, and when I turn it off and rest, I bounce back to alpha. You know? Now, how do you turn, when I turn it on? It, it's just, I'm, just I'm, like I'm walking in. for me. It's just like putting one foot in front of the other. It just goes. <laughs> wow! I've been so doing it since. I've been doing it since. A, yes, I've been doing it since a baby. Right. What I'm doing, so everybody natural. was doing when they were babies. It was all natural for children, but it got beat out, conditioned out of the children by the time they got in about the first or second grade. Right. That does happen. They mm-hmm. tell us. Not to pay attention to that stuff. Yeah. Well, you you really had a very unique grandmother who who saw potential and also was happy to teach you what she knew. And then the aliens gave you a form of direction with it, which was even more interesting. But, yeah, you're right. You know, so many families, they don't even remember any of this stuff anymore. They just... No, they don't. They sure don't. They just wrapped up in the eternal... They just tore these abilities away from everybody. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot. I know. But we're going to try to get, get it back to as many as possible. It's fun to watch the kids playing with it. <laughs> it's fun to hear the, parent, hear the parents' reports the next week about how the kids are playing with them with it. You know? I would imagine the kids like I said, are mastering it quickly. They are. I've got one girl, little girl. She's about, I think she's 11 years old, and she's knocking her parents for a loop around the house. <laughs> I mean, the parents oh, come I, on I, and they give me I reports. I wish I had that back then. Yeah, I wish I had that power back then. I would have knocked my parents for a loop, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> yeah, they were, they're pushing, pulling, doing things, sneaking up on them and zapping them and learning how to do all kind of neat things. Isn't that great? That is so great. That's how how they'll learn it. Yes. Well, obviously, Mm -hmm. they're having fun, and you're a good teacher, and that's something wonderful for them to have forever. Um, When you are working with people with this field, let's say you're doing uh, a healing, and you're projecting these photons Outward? Are you? Is that what you're doing? Are you projecting them outward into the group? How? I mean, tell me more yeah. about the details of this. Well, I envision a like a a field of just a field out in space, and everybody's connected to it. And so I blast that area with the photons in my mind. I mean, that's what the time. I didn't know what it, photons were. I just knew that I projected this energy and. Then these researchers started calling it biophotons. Yeah, they said, yeah, Ed, you're projecting biophotons. You know? So and, that's how uh, you found out what it on, was. It, yeah. I guess I've been doing it my whole life. I didn't know what it was. I couldn't see it, so I didn't, you know, didn't know it was even there. I mean, right. that I could create this unseen force, but I don't know what all is inside this unseen force. It, this unseen force causes people's healings to start taking place or I push and pull them off balance or I make them um, have to run to the bathroom or something. <laughs> That's always something you're out. 
Yeah. Well, really? that was always good to keep the bullies from messing with me. There, was, uh, <laughs> if I felt threatened, I turned turned their bladders loose. <laughs> That's a good one. And it's not hurting yeah, anybody, you know, but it cre- made them back off. Yeah, That's good. Create electric field just right. I have to be scared like they're going to be hurting me or something. I can turn on that scared electric field and it'll make their bladders come loose. They forget <laughs> about 10 feet of me. That is terrific. Uh, well, you've also been able to you know, affect something. the weather because I, I know during the coast-to-coast broadcast there was a hurricane. And I was, it was yeah. the middle of the night, I was listening to your show, and you were doing a great interview with George Norrie. <laughs> and George said to you, uh, we're going to go to commercial, but in the meantime, Ed, the, the winds are, whatever the hell they were, I don't know, they were 100 and something miles an hour. And he said, can mm-hmm. you affect the winds? And you said you could try. And so when they came, everybody came back from, they have very long commercial breaks there. So yeah. when everybody returned, um George checked the wind speed, and it had gone down significantly mm-hmm. after mm-hmm. you did the photon treatment. That was pretty incredible, and George was blown away. He couldn't believe it. I mean, he was, and he's seen a lot, and he was so impressed with what you did. So the weather can also be affected by photons sure. and the attention that you put on it. It's quite right. amazing that you did that that night. Mm-hmm. It's always fun growing up in the country there and getting my buddies when the thunderhead was floating over to pick a spot a couple hundred yards away, and I just focus on that spot, and within about five minutes, boat a lightning would pig it. Wow. <laughs> Wow, and you know, that must like have been pretty I'm impressive. Somebody up, and when I stand somebody up, and I get back, you know, fifty feet or hundred feet away from, them, then I start pushing and pulling them off balance. Well, when I'm going to play with a thunderbolt like that, uh, I got to have a thunderhead already above me, uh, near me or so. It's just you know dropping one every about every five minutes or so, and I can just pick a spot and act like I'm pushing and pulling someone off balance, aiming this energy <laughs> on them, and. Dr. Levygood said that when I do it, I'm reionizing the air, making it opposite of what er- everything else is polarized, and it's just like standing up a uh, a lightning rod straight up, and then the lightning just gets attracted to it. But it, it's fun to do that demonstration and call it, you know, ahead of time and get people to see it. Mm-hmm. That is so. incredible. Yeah. yeah, that is really yeah, I did that, incredible. did that trick for a... I did that trick for a moonshine bootlegger and a snake-handling Baptist preacher, and none of them mess with me now. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> good for yeah. you. You keep those people away. Oh, kind of tricks <laughs> up my sleeve. Yes, that's wonderful. So, that's wonderful. Now, when so shall you we give them do- a demonstration? Yeah, I was just going to ask if you could mm-hmm. do that, and then I want to talk more about what happens when you direct it towards groups that have come for mm-hmm. healing. So we'll return to that. But, yes, please, let's get a demonstration going. Go ahead. Yeah, let's get one for everybody now. And for everybody that's listening to this in the future, if it's uh, recorded, this is going to work the same way as if it's real time like it is right now. So everybody that's listening, stand up. Don't be driving or anything. Stand up. Have your feet just a little closer than normal. Stand as still as you possibly can. Don't be swinging your arms or moving around or twisting your head or looking. Be as still as possible. 
Now, I'm injecting this energy right now and embedding a signal in the audio of this video, of this, uh, not video, but this recording that we're doing. And so this signal's embedded in it, and it's causing your brains right now and in the future pick it up and open a doorway up into the quantum field that I'm utilizing here. So I'm setting up waves of energy and rocking you, pulling you forwards like right now, and reversing that polarity and pushing everybody backwards. And then I reverse it again and pull forwards. And this should be causing your fingertips to tingle pretty good. Yeah. So I'm just pulling forwards on everybody, holding a steady pull right there. Now I let off of it, neutral. I'm reversing the polarity and pushing. And so if any of you are hurting, got aches and pains or anything in your bodies, this energy is flowing right to it right now. So you'll notice they'll warm up and tingle a little bit and ease. But come back and listen to the show several times, and you'll get the same experiences each time. All right, one last time. I'm pulling forwards, and I'll pull really strong. All wow. right, that should do now. So see how that does. Now come back and listen to this several times and let, let Patricia and them know how you feel it. All yes, right. How's please. That? That was great. That you know what? You're right. That was stronger than than what Definitely. you've done in the past with us. You felt mm-hmm. it too, huh, PK? Oh, God, yes. Yes, I was surprised because I haven't been moving that well for a while, and that it pulled me like that was a surprise. I shouldn't mm-hmm. know better when Ed's doing it. It's got to be good. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know, really, and it's quite an increase. Quite an. What do you? Why do you think it's getting stronger for you? What's causing that? Well, one thing Dr. Levingood found out back in the nineties, uh, when I met up with him, and we started the studies on me, we were right at the bottom or the minimum of the solar maximum, solar cycle, and as we mm-hmm. headed toward uh, two thousand. From 94 to 2000, my energies increased some back then, and he attributed it to an increase in cosmic energy coming through space from the increased uh, solar storm activity from the sun as we were headed towards solar maximum around 2001 then. Hmm. And so he attributed some to that. So we're in, uh, it's 2023 right now, and 2025 to 26 is solar maximum for this go-round. So the sun's already spitting out M5 class flares and stuff, so that's increased the electrical energy in space. And we're starting (laughs) to believe that I'm able to grasp on to some of that energy and utilize it in with my energy and giving some of it extra purpose or or it's charging me up. Or, I mean, there's (laughs) a lot of different things, or as the religious guys are saying, they think I'm doing the same thing Jesus was doing. You know, and God is this all-source energy and tapping onto it to be able to do these things. You know, so you know, there's a lot of things well happening be. here. Yes, and, uh, right. Because I've already, yeah, but... according to these re- the religious scholars, I've already, with my healing abilities, have already surpassed, or not surpassed, say, but uh, done 
all that supposedly Jesus did in his day and time. I've had the effects on people. But we're working with my scientists. I'm able to learn how to use it in all kinds of other ways. That's yeah, fabulous. so tell us what what other ways you're using this. So is there well, like a... a little bit on the weather and then, yep. you know, I'm trying to interact, see if I can't get some of them UAPs to come on down and land, you know, mm-hmm. magnetically pull them and uh, just interacting with all kinds of stuff, learning as much as I can from it. You know Doing what all I can learn to do. It's amazing what you do, Ed, and that you are continuing to grow and advance in this direction. I'm surprised that the government hasn't, you know, the shadow government, I should say, hasn't tried to I've, co-opt you, or have they? I, I've tried to get on some of the DARPA projects, but haven't been able to yet. I'm still, my uh-huh. door's open if I could ever, you know, get the right access. And I will eventually through these doctors and universities I'm working for because the DARPA bunch have uh, some really nice instrumentation and labs to work in that I believe would help to enhance what I'm doing even greater. Yes, Besides, I think that's if I'm going to be able to play with anything out in space, they're the only ones I'm going to be able to do it with. You know, it's interesting you bring them up, too, because we've heard a lot of mixed things about them, um, that they kind of mm-hmm. like to own people. I don't think you'd like that. But it it would be a well, nice association if there is such a thing. I don't, know, I don't think they'd like me thing. to reach inside them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if anybody tries to own me, I'm going to reach inside of them and squeeze. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Why not? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. turn those you tables. remember, I'm not human. I'm not human like everybody else. I'm I don't play games like that. And, right. Uh, Maybe why they haven't you know, invited you in. They might be a little scared of you. Yeah, they they probably <laughs> staying away from me. They don't want to get me near them. For sure. No. You know. No, you make them pay the piper. Well, yes. I mean, because again, you have such amazing skills and skills I think that yet haven't even manifested when it comes to your ability to work with these photons and direct them. Um, now, let's talk a little bit about when you do work with groups and they want to experience the photons for healing purposes for themselves. So in the past, what we remember you saying about this is that you would generate the field and then basically whatever happens, happens, and it's them healing themselves. Mm-hmm. So correct. that's how you still do it? It is correct. Okay. Yeah, it's just I'm able to apply uh, a stronger force than I used to. I'm able to increase the electrical voltage nearly triple from what it was 10 years ago or before. So I'm able to do in two or three minutes what used to take 20 minutes to do with people. Yeah, I remember. Really, yeah, I'm getting some crazy results working on people with neuropathy. I can get a hold of them, and oh my God, they go nearly totally normal in just about three minutes. In a lot of cases, and neuropathy is one of those things that can be a result of chemotherapy, and it usually never goes away once mm-hmm. you get it. Um, so, if you're able to help or, that, or which diabetes, you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's happening it's with diabetes? Diabetes or with the neuro- photons? Well, remember, the photon is just the the trigger. 
and stuff. There's other energies at play here. We're not sure at all what all it is, but uh, whenever these other energies come online and turned on, then the vile photons are a, a product of them. And also with me, they find that when I'm doing the biophotons, they also pick up a PK signal, psychokinetic signal. Right. Now, when so people... I'm affecting not only light, but electricity at the same time. Right, right. Which the Synergy Group down in Texas with the doctor that runs that, um, he's got uh, he's on the same wavelength there in terms of using electricity to heal. And, of course, his name escapes mm-hmm. me, but he had a, a terrible thing happen when he was performing. He was an ophthalmology surgeon. He was performing a surgery. And this is before they learned to test people for certain viruses and things. And something got through his protective gear, and he became seriously ill with all kinds of brain swelling and issues. And he uh, went on to study electricity as a healer and he healed himself with electricity and then he developed all mm-hmm. these devices that you can now buy it's, if you're interested you can go to Synergy S-E-N-E-R-G-Y and look that up he's written a great book about it and he does seminars and things teaching how to use these gadgets he has and so mm. again this is this is very fascinating because you use electricity in a different way. You don't need the gadgets. Yeah, I use that and energy that's built into me. I don't have to buy it. Yeah, exactly. It's you built save a lot into of everybody. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's built yeah, those into things everybody. aren't cheap. Yeah. Now, when yeah, you, you, don't you need also that. you you also used to have mm-hmm. a lot of really profound results with stroke patients. Do you still find yeah, that to still be true? Getting it. Anybody with paralyzed limbs, they they freak out because I cause their limbs to come back to life really fast. Wow! And, uh, and then I'm now working. What are their I'm working with lockdown. Say? They're just freaking out. They're just sitting back watching me do stuff with them. They're, I'm doing more with their patients than what they could do in years. And now oh, I've got no uh, one client's uh, lockdown brain stroke. He's paralyzed from the nose down. He uh, communicates with his parents by blinking code. Oh, and God, his, oh body's God. Normally, his body's normally totally locked up. All the muscles just gripped as tight as they can be. And, but when I do my sessions with him, uh, within about 10 minutes, it just totally releases everything in him. You can get total relief, and it stays that way for two, about two weeks. Oh, and then what happens? And he's improving. And he, it slowly comes back, and they get back in touch with him, and we do another session. I do have a session with him about every two or three weeks. Now, when you talk about people, that's great. So when people's limbs get locked up like that, it reminds me of ALS, which is an absolutely horrible autoimmune disease. Have you ever worked with some ALS patients? Uh, Yes, I've had uh, some good effects with it. Like I say, remember, I'm not healing anybody. I do the same exact thing to everybody, no matter what their condition is, because I'm not doing any of the healing. All I'm doing is supercharging the healing mechanisms in the people. And by learning how to transmit this energy like I do, I can charge your batteries up super strong real fast, and the biophotons trigger 
uh, like sending root commands through a computer saying, start functioning, start functioning, start functioning. So I cause your healing mechanisms to start going, and then your brains take over from that point, and you do your own healing. So no matter so what like it reboot. is, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah, I'm just resetting like the body. rebooting it. Right. So uh-huh. it as a computer. Exactly. With osteoporosis, yeah, does that work with re-healing healing the, the bone? Yeah. It works with everything. Anything the body can heal is is what's taking place here. It's just because the people are stuck in the one level of consciousness. They had these abilities stripped away from them. They're not able to activate mm-hmm. these types of healing mechanisms that are built into them. So when they attend one of my one-on-one or group sessions, it fires up those systems that are built into you. And you go for a while until they fade off. That's fabulous. Yeah. We, we've got to yeah, have so a chat. I don't have later. to. Yeah. Yeah. You guys come start attending my Zoom rooms. I keep them cheap, under $20, and uh, that's on Tuesday or Thursday evening. Sounds fabulous. How long does that go for? Is it like a, an hour, half an hour? How much time for, do you... Uh, I'm just for, 45 minutes on Tuesday and 30 on Thursday. I mean, and I could get her done in 20 minutes, and everybody would feel the same. And the just amount phenomenal. of power that just I'm phenomenal. bringing together when we get it going. And the number one thing in if people are doing stuff with me is do not be late. Do not miss the opening, resonating, locking in that we do. That's right. where I stand everybody up like I did in my mm-hmm. demo a while ago and cause right. you to start rocking back and forth. That allows us to make that, establish that connection so that the rest mm-hmm. of the program, you are getting charged up and the soot's getting blowed out of your operating system so that when we're finished, you're feeling good and your things are running better. Yeah. So, PK, sign up. Definitely. Definitely, I will. Like I say, you've got things wrong with you that even the doctors don't know about. So, with this energy, I don't have to know about anything with you. All I'm doing is locking it in and charging your systems up so your systems will go after whatever's wrong with you. Because the idea in this case is to cause everything to function the way it's supposed to function in the body so that everything maintains properly. And so that's just all we're doing here. And then people that can learn what I'm doing, they learn how to self-induce it. Yeah, I'm getting people to to do certain things. Mm -hmm. For sure. They may not get to the level like I am with the unseen forces, but they can self-heal themselves. Now, the children, they're going to be a blast the time they reach their 25s and 30 years old. If they starting like they are, they're going to be going nuts with this stuff. Yes, if they keep it up. they got to keep their practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, they're they're real interested it. in it right now. I've gotten That's them tremendous. off their video games. Yay. (laughs) Several parents are talking about how they quit playing with the video games to play with this energy now. That's that's fantastic. Yes. That's that's fantastic. Gosh. Yes. Now, let me ask you, you know, this energy, does it make you super sensitive to other people? 
Like, do you hear their thoughts? Yeah. Do you feel their energy? Does it bother you? I mean, is it overwhelming? Um, if people are, um, say if they're like, like kind of like stalking me or anything like that, I can then start hearing their thoughts. Uh, even if they're at great distances away, if they're trying to do like a, if they're up to no good or like, you know, or mm-hmm. something, because uh, uh, there's a lot of idiots out there and stuff. And I've no had some kidding. because of what I do, you know, act like they were going to come get me or something and stuff. And I can hear their thoughts. I know when and where roughly they're going to be, and I know not to be there. And they, I just totally outsmart them. Totally. <laughs> I mean, literally, I can. If anybody's, if anybody's up to no good or trying to zone in on me or anything like that, I get a knowing like you wouldn't believe. I mean, it's really it's crazy some of the things I'll pick up on people that are up to no good with me. Mm. And trust me, I get what? a lot of it happening with what I Ugh. do. I can imagine so. Yeah, that's I awful. Imagine. But at least you have your, your security nope. and security forces in place. Mm-hmm. So that's excellent. Now, when you are talking to the ETs and inviting them down for a visit, do you feel like you are locking on to their energy? Do you have a sense yeah, of that? Yeah, kind of the same way that I do with the same way I do with my Zoom rooms. It's like, uh, except I can feel it out there in space, not here on the planet. Feeling out here on the planet has one sensation, but out there, kind of way out yonder has a different sensation, like a different knowing in my brain. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like when I'm reaching way out there, I'm using I'm using signals that are generated out of the north and south pole of the planet to get me on out there. And whereas I'm on the planet, I'm not utilizing those same fields and <coughs> keeping it in a local uh, setup. Yeah, well, the south, I mean, if you're near that, you know, forested area, it's probably a prime area for them to visit, I would think. And you said there's been a lot of activity mm-hmm. lately. Yeah, they've been a good bit around here. Yeah, well, and they may feel their work with you. More and more off the coast. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, they're saying that a lot of the UFOs actually have bases underwater, which I think is true. Mm-hmm. They do. It was so neat, though, to see the video that Dave Beatty did about that, that they released on CNN of the UFOs and then showing them, and they were nicknamed, they called the things Tic Tacs because they looked yeah. like Tic Tacs. <laughs> right. and, and that thing looked almost identical to the one I was looking at when I was six years old to them four uh, boys, you know, because it was in the back of an old car lot, and they just were driving a funny-looking car. It didn't have really wheels on it or anything, and it was pulsating orange. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Look like a tic tac. Look like a big propane yeah. gas tank. Really big. Oh my one. god. And so they've had those around for a while. The tic tacs. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't shit. realize it. I didn't have no yeah. knowledge of that or anything just till a few weeks ago. Yeah, I, said, I mean, way back I mean, then. I seen that thing. I said that looked just like the one them old boys is flying back yonder. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. when we drove out of there, that thing went straight up in the air, I don't know, maybe a mile or two up, real fast, and then shot straight out across the sky. Real fast. Amazing. Amazing. So when you had that experience when you were six years old, uh, did you get to go aboard their ship, or everything was done outside? No, we everything was done outside. We were 
you know, I walked around between two rows of cars, and it was in the back of an old car lot, and uh, I walked up on them, walked out on them, you know, and I just figured they were like Billy's friends, so I was just friendly, and then they learned were friendly with me. But I think they already were picking up on the electrical energy that I was playing with already. It's like they knew it and stuff, and because they had a knowing of me. And then yeah, they were so gentle right. with me. They, I mean, they they were super gentle with me. And they showed me, they played with me, causing the magnetic fields or the polarities to change. And they they got me to understand that I needed to practice that and only that my whole life. They said everything else mm-hmm. would come through that mechanism. And so that's wow. what I did. And, you know, I was playing with it and playing with it, and it was just, Two weeks after that is when I learned how to use it in church during silent prayer to make them fart in church during silent prayer. <laughs> so I practiced that yeah, every Sunday for that. seven years. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that what was from learning fun. how to reverse the polarity. Mm-hmm. And for a six-year-old kid, that was a funny thing to be able to do. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> You're not kidding. And repeat it every that's, Sunday. Yeah, that's endless entertainment. It really is. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's great. <clears throat> so, Ed, what direction so by, would you like to yeah, see this take? What what direction would you like to see this take? I know that you have. Uh, uh, there's a lot of new research studies that are planned for you, um, more with other doctors, some in the Northeast, <clears throat> that eventually you'll mm-hmm. be sharing with us. And, I mean, I would think they'd want to know more about this because energy is becoming more accepted. And now they have Reiki mm-hmm. in hospitals, which they never had had before. They have um, mm-hmm. all kinds of things that they didn't have before when it was just traditional medicine. But that's changing. So right. do you find more doctors mm-hmm. are, are interested in what you're doing and they want oh, yeah. to I'm, put you into the lab and see what I've can happen? Got, well, that's the idea of getting this newer research, but I've already got a lot of doctors sending their patients to me i got doctors that come to me, and then after they've experienced me, they've started sending their patients to me and stuff, and just doing the Zoom things, having them come do the Zooms, and they're getting phenomenal recovery times with them. That's great. You know, that, that's, that's what got the attention of those up there around Yale in that area because they were already attending my Zoom rooms and then had some of their patients come in there, and their patients started getting better much faster from attending what I was doing than those that weren't. And so that's why these studies coming up will be how I accelerate the uh, the recovery times of surgical patients, I guess. I don't know what all they got planned. They're planning a lot of stuff. But I'll be, I guess, working with doctors on patients and causing them to recover at a much greater rate than normal. And that's what they want to get that's the great. understanding of that mechanism. Yeah, that's that's tremendous. Mm-hmm. That really is. So but why as do you far, think that as far aliens as anything, having... Hmm? Yep, go ahead. Well, go ahead. I, why the when you communicate... Landed near you yet in a while? I mean, not since you were six, because they know who you are. Obviously, they felt comfortable enough with mm-hmm. you to exchange information. And and I'm just curious, 
you know Stephen Greer, Dr. Greer, he has a whole big contact aliens program. A lot of people mm-hmm. have joined in and they've been able to see lights in the sky, but you're you know, you're wanting to actually have the contact again. You're comfortable with them. They don't scare you. Oh, so yeah, yeah. You're, yeah, they you're don't ready scare me. to just sit down and, you know, let's have a chat kind of thing. Um, but do you have a sense of them in terms of, like, timing or this, is this something they have planned for the future with you? Do you have any information from them about yeah, when they may come to visit? I think it's fairly soon because back when I was six years old, they showed me things. They showed me videos in my head back then, just rapid numbers of them, and some of those videos they showed me back then are happening now and Ooh. stuff around me. And with the like environment what videos? And with stuff. With just the understanding of how the how it's gotten so much hotter uh, and then he, the way things are going crazy with the methane gases, with the oceans heating up and stuff is like, uh, as a kid, I was shown the sky catching on fire, and back then I couldn't understand how that could ever happen. But now, understanding and seeing all the methane that's coming out of the thawing tundra up above the Arctic Circle, which has really got the scientists in the world. I mean, and that's not on the news at all. I mean, you'd think some that'd be there instead of all this other crazy stuff. And yeah, right. uh, the methane is building up so volatile in the upper atmosphere above the North Pole. It's just bubbling up out of the marshlands constantly. It's it's fueling the fires in Canada, making them worse and harder to put out because instead of just air blowing into them, you got methane gas mixed with it. It's like shooting propane down the carburetor of a car from a torch wow. that's not yeah. burning. It makes it run faster and hotter. And stuff, and mm-hmm. so that's methane's just constantly coming up. So our big fear now about the sky catching on fire is like a earthbound X-class flare coming at the planet towards solar maximum, say around 2025. Uh, that could theoretically be like shooting welding sparks through the upper atmosphere. It knocks out the electric grids in Canada. Well, that could theoretically be enough. Uh, firing uh, to cause that methane up there to catch on fire, literally burning. Yeah, so, yeah there you go. Uh, that's, some of the, that's some of the visions the little aliens showed me back yonder, and all my life I've been wondering, how in the hell could the sky burn? How could the sky burn? Right. Well, in the last few years, I understand how the sky can burn, and every mm-hmm. day it's getting more and more volatile up there. So there's a lot of things that uh, they showed me, but it's not great things, but it's like a cleansing of the planet. Uh, Scientists have learned through the sediment samples that uh, something like this scenario has happened like 257 million years ago where the methane gas built up uh, through a greenhouse warming effect that took about 300 years, and then an X-class flare or so came through and kaboom. Uh, all life Gosh. above water was just about extinguished, all but just a little bit, uh, and within two week period after the event and stuff. And so, I've had all kind of crazy things like that, uh, mm-hmm. and it's like well, wow, it's like that. deja vu effects. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I know that they've been known to to show people visions of the future, so it makes sense that they would do the same. Well, we certainly hope you make contact because then you could come back and tell us what happened. And sure. you're going to demonstrate again 
uh, your photon field ability so mm-hmm. that we can all feel it. So let's do that. Let's do it again. Yeah. Uh, let's call it the bio-intrinsic resonant energy. Uh, John and them that study me call it bio-photons. That's just a, one of the byproducts of it. Okay. So it, there's several aspects of this energy. So I refer to it as bio, bio-intrinsic resonant energy. So if everybody will stand up, and also out in the future, stand up. Have your feet just a little closer than normal. Be very still. Do not be twisting, moving around, or anything like that. Be as still as you possibly can so you can become very aware of everything around you. So I'm doing what I do right here. So the idea is I try not to give any power suggestion to just let people really pick up on it on their own. What are y'all feeling over there? I'm moving Lots around. Of... <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You, sh- Lots of you should be wobbling back and forth and tangling. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Lots of that. And like I said, if you're hurting or in pain, this is making your healing systems kick in right now. Just this little bit with me. Yeah, it's okay. It's now, very, most... it's very good. Very intense energy with what you're doing. Now, what are you mm-hmm. going to do? So I'm pulling forwards real strong. Yep, I can feel that. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm letting off of it. Now I'm taking it sideways. I ain't going to say which way yet. Right, that should be pulling you to your right a little bit. Yes, it did. You got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'm letting off, and now I'll pull back the other way. And so I'm cro- I'm controlling quantum fields, entangled fields here, and they're not controlled by time. So all this will happen now or any time in the future when anybody takes part in this. So I'm going to just let it electrify you a little bit and swing you around like a pendulum here, the last little bit of it. That should get the yeah. whole body tingling right there. Yep, it's it tingling like crazy. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's just that's it in a nutshell there. Mm-hmm. Gosh, that's so that amazing. Continue. Yeah. Now tell everybody again, please, if you would, how to connect with you, how to find your Zoom room. Uh, just go to my web page, uh, homemade site, ededwards.com. There's two D's in my first name. So it's E-D-D-E-D-W-A-R-D-S.com. And at the top of that page is where you can register for my Zoom rooms I do on Tuesday and Thursday evenings. You just register, and it'll send you a link back in email, and 15 minutes before start time, click that link, and then click Start with Computer Audio, and you're in my Zoom room. It does everything for you. And That's just easy come on enough. In and just don't be late. 
Yeah, right. Don't, don't be, be late, late you anyway. Wanna, you, you, wanna, you wanna take part in that stand up and I knock you around sequence. That is what causes us all to start resonating on the same frequency together with source. And then all the rest of it just goes hmm from there. You know? <laughs> that starts at four o'clock. That starts at four o'clock, Ed. That's eight PM Eastern. Eight PM Eastern. Thank you. Yep. So I think it's five your time, maybe. Yep. That's five my time, uh huh. And I'll I'll be signing up. Okay. For sure. And Excellent. I'll, I'll get everybody smiling if they're not feeling good in there. <laughs> Promise. That's the neat thing about it. I don't have to know anything about doctoring or anything. All I gotta do is turn on the electricity. Focus it out on everybody and go, wee, and y'all get lit up <laughs> like Christmas turkeys. That's awesome. You know? What fun. Huh? Oh, goodness. Well, Ed, thank you. Thank you so much for coming on the show tonight and catching us up <clears throat> with your yes. adventures and what you're doing next. Mm-hmm. So uh, you're heading up to the Monroe Institute soon, so I know they're going to be doing some more research on you and we look forward to hearing that report so let us know when you have that mm-hmm. and then if anything we'll happens if, the, if Yale goes forward with their plans and other doctors definitely let us know we've got a an audience that really loves you and is so interested definitely. to follow everything you're doing so that's great sounds good sounds good I'll let y'all know as soon as we get stuff out. As soon as they publish this last study I was on, I'll let you know about that also. Oh, yeah, great. please do. These, Everybody these scientists asking. don't like us talking much about the scientists don't like us talking much about the projects until they until they publish their papers. Yeah, and then yeah. they like it talked about. Yeah, then you can talk all you want, so, which is good. Well, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's excellent, excellent. Well, terrific, and thanks again so very much, everybody. You got two experiences tonight of the photon field, and now you can reach out to Ed and join the Zoom rooms if you want. You have an ability to do that, and you can join PK. She's going to be in there with the rest of the gang getting the photon treatment. So, yes. So, Ed, thank you. Thank you so much. I look forward to hearing mm-hmm. more about PK's experience and other people's experience with what you're doing. It's just truly amazing. Definitely. And next yeah. week, we'll be back. Well, maybe, we'll be back. Go ahead, Ed. Sounds good. Maybe sometime we can just put a show together where you get a bunch of people that's got pains and this and that, and I'll zap them in live form and let them give their feel for it there. Okay, well, you know what? I'm sure we can find a lot of people that would want to do that, so I'll I'll start putting that together. Mm-hmm. Sounds okay. good. All right. That's just an idea. And it was I think it's good. It's been a long time. Sounds good. Y'all nice. take care. Keep in touch. Yeah, well, thank you. Bye-bye. And um, anyways, I am going to just say good night to everybody. Thank you for joining us. And we'll be back next week with another great show. Until then... We will see you on the Blue Highway. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural Girls.
Yeah. Um, PK hung up. I told her not to, but she did. So, anyways. <laughs> I'll get up with her. I think I've got her phone number somewhere. Yeah, if you want to tell me what the Knox Gelson thing is, I'll pass it on to her. Okay. For that type of stuff, uh, you go go buy a box of that Knox Gelson. It comes in packages. Uh, every right. night, uh, just before you go to bed, use keep water in your refrigerator. So pour yourself a glass, eight-ounce eight glass of uh, cold refrigerated water. Okay. Dump a half a package. Dump a half a package of that Knox gelatin in that water and stir it, and then cover that glass and let it sit on the counter till morning time. When you get okay. up in the morning time, go go in there and stir it again, and then uh, you might want to mix some tang or orange or flavoring, or if you do smoothies of the morning, let that be the liquid and shoot it into the smoothie and drink it. But it has to be the first stuff that hits your stomach of the morning because oh, okay. it's absorbed into your system through your intestines. So okay. you won't notice anything right away. It takes about a month before you really start noticing anything. But the Nox gelatin done like that will start getting into all the joints within the body, and it's like squirting grease into all the joints. And then it okay. also softens up all the tendon ends and everything. All the tendons get really brittle, which is the bad part of the osteoporosis. And so right. it softens all that back up. But it, it don't okay. happen just instantly. It takes a long time. It's like a mineral being absorbed into the body. And normally right. they say do a month on and then a month off so it doesn't overload your body. Okay. But it, well, I'll it, tell her that. It'll get back in there and... It'll get in there, and it'll make her feel a lot better after about a month. Now, okay. they make a pill that's pretty darn expensive. I think they call it glucosamine, mm-hmm. something along them yep. lines. And right. uh, that's supposedly to do the same thing. The Knox Gelatin's about $3.95 a month, whereas the glucosamine would be over $100 a month. Wow. So it's a big savings there, yeah. Well, I'll tell her. Big savings. See and if she can do that. Yeah, she's, yeah try she it out. Like and if try you have it. a doctor, talk to the doctor, whatever. But it's, uh, the military does it for the uh, vets that carry big, heavy backpacks all the time and everything because oh. it keeps their bodies limbered up. That's how oh, I heard nice. About it. Okay, well, I'll definitely uh-huh. tell her to give it a try. She's had a lot of struggles with this, with the loss of mm-hmm. bone and strength and lots of pain so this would be and very it, good it, for her it, put, it builds the bone back it it's the building blocks for the bone good she needs that she needs that very badly and i'm glad mm-hmm. she's going to join you in the zoom room because she will benefit tremendously yeah, she I'll needs get, that help sure i'll get yeah. her feeling better and she'll like it the group yeah. is we're doing fantastic growing good god that's you fantastic know. well good and then I'll, like I say, I, I can't go public yet, but I'm, you ever heard of John Peterson? Name rings a bell. You Who ever is heard that? of tra- Transition Talks? No, what's uh, that? Greg Braden. Greg Braden. Oh, Greg Braden, yeah. Greg, Bruce, sure. Bruce Bruce Lipton. Joe oh, Dispenza. yeah, I love Bruce. Okay, well, there, uh, John hosts all of them. 
and has the Arlington Institute up in Berkeley, West Virginia. And once he learned and felt what I could do, he's asked me to come up there to uh, set up the new energy healing and research center there. Wow. Oh, that's fantastic. Good. So I don't want that getting out yet. You no, know, no. But that's, no, uh, that's, where I'm, that's where I'm moving to. I'll be, I got Sunday, I head to Monroe. I'm trying to get my RV ready to go right now. And I'll, and then Sunday, I pull out and head to Monroe. I'm there for about a week. And then I head on up to the, uh, Berkeley, West Virginia, there at John's, to start to get settled in and then start that project. It sounds like a great project, and those are great guys that are involved in it. So good. Mm-hmm. That's a good group. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. So well, that's where I'm going to be, and that's. Well, good luck, mm-hmm. and keep in touch, please. Will do. Will do. Yeah. All right. Let us know what's Have fun. Popping. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Thank you. We did, and good luck getting your RV ready so you can get on the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Take care. I'll talk to All you righty. again soon. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. Uh-huh.